Hi guys, this is Anna Lakin with Enlightened Transitions presented by Dillman Law Group. And with me today, I have Lisa Treadwell with Indie Real Estate Experts. It's so great to have you, Lisa. Thank you. Hi. Well, so every show we do a icebreaker so that the listeners can get to know you. And I think today we'll do, because I've done Would You Rathers on the last couple of episodes, let's do like maybe two of your favorite products right now. And we can go back and forth. Okay. Um, so you're not like on the spot having to think of <laughs> what your know, favorite things are right about now. This question. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So two of my favorite things. So do one. Okay. Um, I would say because I I despise shopping. Um, Stitch Fix is my first nice. one. Nice. <laughs> and um, explain. It's so when Stitch it Fix. Clothes, right. Yeah. They style you. You um, it's a website. You go and. Um, you put in all your measurements, and uh, you can even like take these these little quizzes where you you know you give it a thumbs up or thumbs down, so they sort of get to know your style, oh, okay. um, your favorite color, you know things like that. And um, once a month, or actually however frequently you want, they send you a box, and it's like Christmas, and you choose, you know, what you what want to keep. keep. You can try it on and choose what you want to keep and what you want to send back, and. Um, so I'm on my second month now. And oh, that's great. It's pretty amazing. That's yeah. great. I hate shopping as well, so yeah. I can see how I would enjoy that. Yeah. Um, for me right now, I don't utilize HelloFresh for the food, but I've been using HelloFresh for the uh, recipes. Yeah. So you can get on the app and just look at the different right. recipes that they're going to send to people. And you can put in different parameters and all these different things. And uh, I've enjoyed learning new recipes. I know it seems silly. Yeah. Or just when I don't want to think about what I'm going to make. Like, I made meatball subs. I make meatball subs all the time. But it hadn't crossed my mind to make it last week. And then it popped up on this feed on HelloFresh. And I was like, oh, okay. I can meatball make meatball subs. subs. <laughs> yeah, we did HelloFresh for a while. And I do love the menus and, like, just the inspiration. Yeah. And, and it's like things they seem really complicated like really complicated recipes but then you know right you're able to throw it together right yeah so all right what's your second one um oh you check mine hello fresh anything like convenient i would buy convenience um (laughs) so okay so my lawn guy will like this my lawn guy because i don't mow my my grass i don't even know a mower um so in the summer months and you know fall and spring he comes over once a week oh that's great yeah does he do like your snow removal too no unfortunately he doesn't do that but (laughs) um I mean, he would, but, you know, when right. you need to shovel your driveway, you kind of need it, like, right away. And right. He, you know, he he does um, bigger, like, commercial accounts for that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's always nice coming home to have, a like, a freshly landscaped lawn. Yeah. So No, that's nice. Yeah. I would enjoy that. Yeah. Because we constantly are in the battle of who's cutting the grass that week. <laughs> yeah, it's not something I enjoyed it as a kid, like mowing, you know, for my my dad. Right. But it's not something that I really enjoy these days. Right, so. <laughs> right, right. Now my husband and I, I all mow, and he'll follow me with the weed eater. Like so, then we get it all done really yeah, fast, just in one fell swoop. Yeah. Right. Um, okay. So my second favorite one is this new Blistex chapstick I got. I don't know. It's like a vanilla shave flavor flavor I, I don't sit around eating chapstick but <laughs> <laughs> or scent um, yeah. it's really soft and now that the weather is getting cold it's yeah. like 
super important. The, yeah, the yeah. extra hydration. Um, okay, so now that people have had the opportunity to just kind of get to know you a little bit, why don't you tell us some about your background? Okay. Um, I'm from this side of town, actually, or from from uh, the west side of Indianapolis. Brownsburg is uh, actually where I graduated. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, Brownsburg Bulldogs, class of 94. Awesome. <laughs> that's great. So um, after that, uh, I, I did a, little, uh, a short time as a dental assistant. And I always, this is really weird, I always wanted to be a dental assistant growing up. And then when I actually was, I was like, oh. <laughs> so um, it started off as a joke and then it became my reality. I actually joined the Army. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, so I served in the Army for a bit and then went back into dental assisting, uh, got my college degree in communication studies with a minor in Spanish. And um, actually, I've been in sales ever since then. I sold uh, for a radio station uh, in Kokomo for a bit. Um, thought I wanted to use my Spanish, so I worked for the Texas Migrant Council for a little bit, which is a Migrant Head Start program, and then um, got into real estate in the form of selling for a builder, and then um, eventually got my real estate license um, in 2007. Um, and then 2011, um, I was on a call with a real estate coach, and I was just um, kind of just talking about how hard it is to run you know a business and uh, maintain you know and be a mom right. <laughs> and maintain a house and all of that and she said well you should uh you know look you should look at specializing in senior real estate and I was like you know what what's that <laughs> right right um and it kind of went in one ear not the other she'll tell you um my coach um I'm a slow learner. Uh, and then <laughs> and then my grandma got sick in Florida, um, and inadvertently I, I became an advocate for her because she came from the hospital with bed sores so bad that, that my kids, kids couldn't go visit her. And my, my, my daughter's actually named after her. She hadn't met her yet. She was just born in um, 2009. So this must have been 2010. Um, anyway, uh, I couldn't take her to go visit her. Um, and but but I did go and um, just became her advocate and my my dad was there but he works a full time job and he lives in Houston Texas so he was trying to balance all of that and um, I I made you know I said you need to go in there and and, and look at her she had bed sores and I said she shouldn't have come from the hospital like this and all of that so um, I did get to go down one other time. Um, after her virus had cleared up and, and I was able to take my daughter so she was able to meet That's my daughter great. before she passed but um, in doing those visits with her um, in a skilled nursing facility um, taking her down to the dining hall and just people watching I mean right. who doesn't love to people watch so right. people watching here in this Florida you know skilled nursing facility and uh, I, I just it just hit me you know these people are human beings you know that raised sort of um pass over um and and we just like they're they're not relevant to us anymore right they um, need an advocate yeah yeah and so uh you know they they still have dignity there was there was the uh kind of the class clown with the really you just knew he was up to something with the look on his face there was this um Busybody rolling around in her electric scooter to everybody's table, you know, getting yeah. everyone's business. <laughs> there was a couple who had got married in the community where they were, and they were, you know, like young lovebirds. Oh, and I was so like, cute. holy cow, this is like a whole world that 
you know, we, I, you know, we're just unaware of. And so I came back to my real estate coach and I said, tell me more about senior real estate. And she had just started a certification program. Um, and so I was one of the first, uh, you know, graduates of her program. It's, um, the certified senior housing professional, um, oh, is wow. the, the name of it. Um, and so uh, now she's that she she holds conferences all over the United States, um, and then uh, I just started doing what I was learning in her certification program, and just was forging some really great relationships with people in the senior industry in the Central Indiana area, and um, it was like everybody had a similar as that story with my grandma um, right which is why they were they were working with seniors I mean, or they had a heart for seniors and I just thought that was um, that was where I wanted to be um, yeah. so I just like I said started doing everything I was learning in that class and um, it, it, it took a long time to really um, get to where I didn't have to intentionally fill the gaps in real estate with um, you know other types of real estate um, and then in 2017, I added um, some ancillary services. Um, that's where Downsizing Indie was born. Um, I was going into people's houses, and they were already overwhelmed because they had, you know, two, maybe three generations of stuff in their house that they had lived in for 30, 40, sometimes even 60 years. And um, I knew everything they needed to do, and I was just giving them a whole bunch of people to call. You need to call this person, you need to call this person, you need to do this. And I was leaving them feeling more overwhelmed than where right. they began. And that wasn't my intention at all. Um, but um, so in 2017, I said, you know, we can just coordinate all of this for our clients and um, it, it, we can make it a really seamless uh, process for them. We can get it done. Our, our kind of our, our turnover rate from, you know, the start of one job to the end of, of that job is like 30 to 45 days. Oh, that's incredible. Yeah, whereas if it were just them doing it themselves, our clients with the downsizing, it's right. more like two or three years. Yeah, that might be how long it takes to make just the first phone call because it's so yeah. overwhelming. It's so hard. Yeah. And so those ancillary services, they're held under what? Uh, what's the name of the entity? Downsizing Indie. Downsizing Indie. And that's a DBA of what? Of, of my company, Indie Real Estate Experts. Um, and we're affiliated with Century 21 Sheets here in Indianapolis. No, that's great. That's awesome. And Century 21 Sheets, they're okay with you only doing seniors? Yeah, oh, yeah. They're so supportive. Um, people, <laughs> well, when I tell people this is what I specialize in, first of all, I think it's really great that I have a niche. Um, and I think that's important too. It's counterintuitive because you think that you're leaving a whole bunch of business on the table. But the more that I have focused on senior real estate, um, the better I've been able to improve my systems and processes and, um, you know, grow, grow the business. But, um, they say, oh, you, you must be so patient. <laughs> I'm not really patient, honestly. I, I really do um, love seniors, and it's really heartwarming to know that um, these people are vulnerable, and I, I can help them. And, um, and so it's just, you know, it doesn't feel like work at all. Right. So I guess a part of a question that I'm sure a listener probably has is why do you think it's so important that someone go to a senior real estate expert instead of uh, just a real estate agent in general? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's go a ahead. good question. Um, so there are lots of nuances um, 
that, that to think about when when you're working with um, with seniors. Um, a lot of things are electronic signature or a lot of things are done electronically over the internet um, these days and while more and more seniors are pretty internet savvy right. every now and then um, you get someone who we're absolutely not doing business on the computer right we're doing it face to face and um, that takes that does take a little bit of time and patience and even more problem solving as real estate agents were problem solvers um, so that's one thing I mean I can think of uh, one client who had to have everything signed in person, and um, the lender that they chose to use literally just didn't know what to do with these people. Oh. Um, they just didn't know what to do. Right. Uh, and I, you know, I, you have to, I said you have to go to their house and get their signature because right. um, they weren't used to driving um, to different areas other than to where they normally go on a right. regular basis, church, maybe friend's house, maybe uh, doctor's store. appointments, <laughs> yeah, grocery store. And um, this lender wasn't, you know, kind of in their bubble. And so I had to coach them that you need to go to their house and bring all the papers and right so being um, being aware of that and uh, you know just being able to do that have the cap the capacity to do that um, being able to uh, just to stay on task with with um, these types of clients with seniors um, I love the stories <laughs> seniors have so many stories and yeah. they're so great and also I'm there to get a job done so um, kind of being able to listen and you know have good conversation with them but then also reel them back in and um, get get to the task at hand and every every client is different every situation is different and so being able to be flexible resourceful um, and uh, just um, a great problem solver is really important and I think in real estate we um, sometimes get complacent and uh, a lot of realtors are not willing to take those extra steps or right. they just don't they don't have the capacity or they don't know them yeah even. they don't or, know right. all of the steps just like that lender it wasn't yeah. for a lack of willingness it was right. I don't know I, I don't even know what to do yeah <laughs> yeah and yeah knowing the resources that are available to seniors um, just being, uh, you know, sort of connected with the professionals in this industry, knowing who the good ones are versus the bad ones, um, or you know, folks that really do have a you know, have compassion for seniors. Um, that's important. Uh, it's really hard to move anyway. It's hard to sell your house, but when you are downsizing, whether you're moving to, a, you know, a condo or you're moving to a senior community or an apartment or you're moving in with family members. Um, it's a big task just yeah. you know a nor normal not not a downsizing person but then add to, to that the um, you know downsizing and, and just going through and sorting through all of your things and um, all the know. emotions yeah. associated with that that would just be so hard so um, one thing I thought that was interesting is you said people say you must be so patient, but really I think I see it in the flexibility. You're so yeah. flexible. You're willing to adapt to what the senior needs. And as a senior real estate agent, you're able to 
notice what they need. And I think that's incredibly important. Something else that you do that you haven't touched on yet is uh, the education that you do for those that are kind of in your net so far. Can you expound on that? Sure. Um, So for three years now, I have been doing um, a program called um, the Indie Senior Living Series. And it's a monthly event that happens at St. Luke's Church um, at 86th and Meridian. I'm not affiliated at all with the church. We just rent a space there, and they're gracious enough to accommodate us every right. year. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's a panel. Typically, the, the format is a panel, and I moderate the panel. Um, all, the topics are different every single month, but they have to do with senior-related um, you know, issues. Like uh, la- this in October, we had... Um, resources for your honey-do list. So I had some of my preferred contractors up there. That's great. (laughs) That was a really good one because contractors are not public speakers. So when I asked them to speak on this panel, you know, they were all kind of like, uh, I don't really know. And I'm like, I promise you that's going to be endearing to them. Just be yourself. And, you know, um, and then the next one coming up is um, about staying socially connected and the importance of staying socially connected. um, If you Uh, Whether you move into a a 55 and over community or you decide to age in place, um, which is, you know, a a really popular thing these days, it's important to stay socially connected. And so we've got some people from the community um, who are going to be talking about um, their programs that they they offer and how to get connected with them and, and the importance of that. So every month it's a different topic. Um, like I said, we're on, we're ending year three soon, um, and a lot of the same people come every single month, and it was, yeah, it's just great. I've really gotten to know a lot of them, but then I also encourage them to tell their friends and neighbors because everyone thinks it's such a great program that it's free, um, and I'm like, well, tell your friends and, and neighbors because, you know, there's so many people that need to hear the stuff that we're talking about Um, but I have some really great sponsors who help make it free so that's um, great yeah Uh, so we held a focus group here at the office and we just wanted to kind of understand what did the young aging population want to know or what was important to them as compared to maybe their parents so young aging like 50 55 Mm -hmm. like uh, baby boomer era and then those that are late baby boomer like just on the edge right and and what's different and all of them everybody no matter their age said that they were interested in learning the things that were most important to them were that they had purpose and that they were learning and so I think that's really great that you guys do that every month because that it speaks to what the community or the population is saying that they want that they're hungry for yeah and there's not there's no one wrote a book for how to age right properly the right way <laughs> because it's so different for yeah. everybody and um, I just think that it's I, I don't know I think it's important that people get that education that they need because otherwise they're just guessing or looking online and only yeah. one website pops up every time and it's just not a one shoe fits all kind right. of a situation yeah and um most all of the people that we have on the panel are folks who we've either um, shared clients with or we've I've I've had them in my own house or had them work on you know something of my own like I'll, I'll take my accountant for example I have my accountant on the panel every year and uh, you know when you're working with somebody in 
your money. Right. <laughs> you get to know them really well and what type of person they are. And so, um, you know, a lot of the process, as you mentioned, like going online, a lot of it is vetting out people to make sure they're right fit for you, to make sure they're not scammers, you know. Yeah, which um, is so prevalent right now. Right. And so um, I, it's my hope to give our audience uh, a good you know, a source or a good, you know, set of, of sources to go to for lots of different topics. So every month we ask them for feedback on um, topics that they would like to um, hear or see so that we can plan for right. for the next year. So it's no, good. That's great. Uh, it, geographically, is there a certain area that you focus on or only serve here in Indiana? Um, we would serve anyone that we could, <laughs> right. um, but also we have connections with, I have connections with other realtors who specialize in senior real estate across the country. So oh, that's great. Yeah. If we like, uh, I have a gal in Fort Wayne who, um, her client is moving from here up to Fort Wayne. He's downsizing and we were able to connect that way and, and vice versa. So we trade, trade business that way. Um, I would really I mean, it's central Indiana. A lot of our activity happens on the north and northwest side, but I wouldn't be opposed, you know, if it made sense for right. uh, the client and if it made sense for us. Because a lot of people, maybe they live on, say, the south side of Indianapolis, but mm -hmm. they're moving up to the north side because that's where their family is and they want to be closer to their family. Right. Um, and we've, we've actually had that happen recently. We had a um, couple who... Um, they had a condo and they inherited another condo because oh their mother died. So they, here they are with two condos on the east side of Indianapolis. When they really wanted to be on the north side, that's where um, they were from originally. That's where their doctors are. That's kind of where they feel comfortable. I think they had moved over to the east side to be closer to their aging mother. Mm -hmm. And now that she was passed, they were able to move back. So that's, that's a... Um, an example of you know how we made it made it work for right them right so. so you're not super bound by a geographical location and right if, and if you can't serve somebody you have a team of people that you can kind of reach out to yeah if it didn't make sense for you know the client or you know everyone involved we would we would find resources for that person for sure so why don't you explain how uh, indie real estate experts and your DBA, I'm so sorry. Downsizing Downsizing Indie. How they work together mm -hmm. and um, kind of how Downsizing Indie uh, prices things sure. out. I'm okay. sure a lot of people are interested. <clears throat> so the, the Downsizing Indie piece is a completely separate um, uh, it's an ancillary service and I, I touched on how that sort of came about um, the real estate side is um, is myself I'm the only licensed agent on my team uh, but then I have a couple of other team members um, who help with the downsizing piece so I'll go in to meet with the senior for a free consultation all of our consultations are absolutely free there's no um, uh, um, um, what's the there's word no fee. Right. Yeah, there's, there's no it. fee. Um, I said that once on a panel, and there was an attorney on my panel, and I said, all these people have free consultations, and they were like, <clears throat> no, <laughs> we don't. But we do. We actually, um, our consultations are free. And uh, so we'll go in and sort of look at what the, the person's goals are because everyone's situation is different. Um, are they going to be moving into a senior community? Are they going to be moving into... 
an apartment or we're going to help them find something, a condo or something. And then, um, and then if, if they want us to handle the whole thing. So we've got a few different packages, um, but we can either do um, sorting and packing for them and get it ready. And maybe they have family members that are helping them move. We have a client like that right now. Or maybe they want us to do the whole thing, sorting and packing for them, um, moving them, and then unpacking them and getting them settled in their new oh, place, wow. and then go back to um, liquidate everything else back in their place that they were not taking them. Um, and then the other, the last piece, we could do what I initially um, I started doing. We could give them all the, you know, all of our contacts, and they can coordinate the whole thing. People, people typically don't choose that, right. That's but a lot. yeah, most, most, most of the time, time they want us to do everything. So, um, uh, I have a gal on my team who she, after the initial consultation with me, we will sit down and come up with the plan. Um, how it typically works is that we, we, and I say typically cause everybody's different, right. but this is how it typically works. We will, um, find, find wherever they're moving to. Um, we'll get the client moved and settled in over there because it's easier to focus on the things that they're bringing with them as opposed to the things that they're not bringing with them. So that's why that step is, is really important right. for them to find where they're moving to first, get them settled in and then go back to their place. And, um, whether we're auctioning or we have an estate sale for them or, um, some things, you know, are donated. And then sometimes there's, there's trash items so yeah. we coordinate all of that um some of it we actually do like the sorting and packing um we'll actually do ourselves I'm, i mentioned um the certified senior real estate piece but i'm also a member of nasm which is the national association of senior move managers oh that's great yeah and for membership um we, we were required to have insurance um coverage oh, and, wow. and licensing that's great. and everything so yeah so that's um part of it um so once we have the house cleared out and we have it professionally cleaned. Um, then we'll get professional photos and list the house for sale. Um, so the downsizing services piece is um, a separate um, invoice than the real estate. They're, they're completely separate. Um, and if you're doing that package B that I talked about where we're doing everything for the client, um, there's a range. It's either a, between a 25 and 35 percent um, project management fee. So we get the estimates from our contractors that we use, the preferred contractors, um, and then we'll put them all together in an estimate and then add our fee on there and present that to the client this is how much it will be um, so we have a trash hauler we have a house cleaner um, sorters and packers um, shred bins a lot of times um, that's great because yeah. sometimes people will just throw important documents away because they don't yeah. wanna, they don't have a shred machine or yeah we don't want identity theft <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah so we get all of that together um, we put our you know our project management fee on there and then I'll show and in most cases they're listing their house with us too and as long as they're listing their house with us and they're reasonable as far as fair market value goes um, we we will typically allow them 
to pay that downsizing indie invoice out of the proceeds of the sale, if it makes sense. If it makes sense. I, yeah. I sort of, I don't know if I should say that on the radio or not, but um, <laughs> yeah. So in every case is different. Like if it's a really, really big job, um, we might ask for a small deposit up front right. um, just to cover some of those original costs. But yeah. we, we pay all of the contractors, all of the invoices, um, and we are the main hub of the entire project. So if our client has um, an issue with something, they, they come to us. They don't have to memorize you know who the trash hauler is and who the auctioneer and um, so the benefit to the client is these are people that we work with all the time and we do about 40 transactions a year so if, if I call my trash hauler or I text him like we're, we're on a texting relationship if I call him and say you know I have a job at 123 Main Street but I'm, I'm gonna need you really quick are you available next week um, versus if a a senior client or anybody would call him for the first time they don't have a relationship with him right and let's say you know they needed somebody quickly too um, he's probably going to give me the yeah. <laughs> first you know first preference right. because I represent 40 jobs for him versus this one job um, and so and and also we're not afraid to ask them you know to lower their price um, that's good so I'll use my long guy as an example we had a gal who was downsizing and she needed some work on her landscaping and he gave me the price for it and I called him and said and it's the same long guy that I use by the way every week so I said uh, what can you do about this <laughs> you know and he knocked a hundred dollars off of the invoice right. and um, or you know off of his estimate and so I know that um, some people have a major aversion to negotiating things like that like they actually cringe um, when it comes to just asking somebody to lower their price and that is not me so <laughs> so that's part of it um, we negotiate the lowest prices for them so while the, the client is paying a you know a, a 25 or 35 percent depending on the price of the entire job that's how we decipher um, project management fee to us we're getting them the lowest um, rate possible but also making sure that they have the best customer service and not just you know Joe Schmo moving company or whatever right, so right. all of these people they understand the nature of our business they understand um, what what our expectations are and what you know um, uh, that we're the main hub uh, come to us that they're sending the invoices to us those sorts of things so um, all the senior has to do is just really sit back and relax and tell us what they want to take with them. Right. Um, and, and so then the real estate piece is a completely separate thing um, because I'm affiliated with a brokerage. Um, uh, it, they kind of have to be separate because yeah. um, we're dealing with real estate commissions and things like that. So um, depending on um, uh, the situation, well, I'll say this, a, a real estate commission varies um, from state to state, from area to area, but typically you can count on maybe somewhere between five and seven percent total for a real estate commission. We're not actually supposed to talk about our commission <laughs> legally, but I would say on average somewhere between five and seven percent is uh, is a normal commission, and um, we split that as a listing agent. We typically split split that with a buyer's agent because we need to give incentive um, for a buyer's agent to come and show. Our our listings right and um, and so that's how we do that so that makes sense. Um, we don't get that whole you know whatever percentage it is that we're charging um, we're splitting that or we're sharing that with a buyer's agent so that makes sense. Um, 
Before we would even get started on anything, though, I would go over a net sheet with a potential client and say, you know, this is our estimate on the downsizing services. We estimate it's going to cost, let's say, between, um, I don't know, three and six thousand dollars or five and six thousand dollars, let's say. And the reason why we give a range is because um, things change. <laughs> right, right. Um, I uncover I, something you didn't right. know was there. I had a lady, um, we were going to be moving her from a two, well, two-story on a basement townhouse to in a senior apartment and the day before we were supposed to show up with our moving truck and move everything she said I want you to go over to this house on the other side of town and pick up this bed because I'm gonna I'm taking Uh-oh. that bed they're giving me that bed <laughs> and so pick up that bed and um, and then that's what you're that's what we're moving over to my new apartment so sounds easy and we can do it but it's perfectly more coordinating, fine. Right. yes but we had already arranged for a truck to be at her place on the north side of town and this bed was on the east side of town oh my goodness and it was the day before move day right. so as you can imagine it just takes some finagling we right. did it yeah but it there's a higher cost to it so yeah. we have to give an estimate because things do change and you just never know right um but i i spell all of that out on what's called a seller's estimated net sheet um, so I will itemize everything um, what we think we could potentially sell their house for um, the cost of closing like title services and um, things like that the broker commission is in there um, taxes because we have to give tax credits in Indiana since we pay in arrears um, downsizing the downsizing services and we always estimate high yeah, because we would rather them be pleasantly surprised right. if they're getting that, you know. So um, that's kind of how it works. No, that's that- good. Yeah, that answers my question. I did want to ask you, for those adult children who maybe their parents didn't get to the downsizing phase of life and maybe they uh, predeceased that phase, mm-hmm. uh, can you help that adult child through the probate Oh, yeah, absolutely. Period. Yep, we're working on one right now. Um, It was actually the neighbor that called this man passed um, across the street from him, and he heard about us from somebody that was attending our Indy Senior Living Series, Uh and his friends have been trying to get him to go for months now. Oh, my goodness. And um, I I knew, like, these people that he, you know, said that was telling them about my event, I'm like, oh, yeah, I know them well. You know, they come, like, they've been coming for three years. Anyway, um, the, the the man who passed lives across the street from him and he has no family who's never married no children and his nephew who's his nephew I think is maybe in his 60s 50s or 60s has a family and a um, uh, some parents in Florida who are have failing health themselves oh my goodness. so needless to say he has a lot on his plate plus right. he works full-time and everything so um, he's sort of handling everything and uh, he this I mean there's a house full 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 full, full Life, of stuff right, yeah. yeah um and so yeah we did a walkthrough and we said yeah we can help you and um of course he has to go through you know the process but we're gonna walk alongside him and um so that's one case one time I mean some people just have no family yeah or 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 sometimes you have family and you just didn't plan my grandmother on my father's side uh, she died young and Mm -hmm. so we didn't plan for that to happen and uh so no we hadn't considered downsizing or getting rid of her things or 
what that process would look like and my uncle lives in portland and so we just have you know we're spread across everywhere and so i can see how your services could really help just an adult child who doesn't even know where to begin right and and i guess i your services are not um only with the senior or only with the senior that's passed, but you could help an adult child who's just been um, given the opportunity to help their parents make this transition. Sure. So that makes sense yeah. as well. The other thing about that, um, I just thought of as you were talking, um, sometimes uh, families fight. I don't know. Right. If you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm being sarcastic. We sometimes family. we don't always get along in families. And so... Um, uh, it, sometimes it, it, it works better to have sort of a mediator, a third-party person that isn't emotionally tied to the situation. Yeah, to or help, the stuff. Yeah, <laughs> the situation or all the stuff, yeah, to help um, just get what needs to be done, done. Yeah, yeah. No, so that's great. We've had some really, unfortunately, some pretty ugly situations yep. where family Naturally. members didn't get along. Um, and... Uh, we were able to just get it done. That's great. Yeah. yeah. Ultimately, when it always, it never fails when you got lots of kids involved and mom has always been the one to crack the whip. Well, then when mom's health declines and she's not there to crack the whip or she's there, but she's not cracking the whip anymore because she doesn't even know, you know, yeah. which way is left, up, down, right. Right. And so, um, so then everybody kind of starts falling apart because they always had mom to tell them to be quiet, sit down, and yeah. fall in line. Yeah. <laughs> and so and we did it because right. that was our mom. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. No. So I think that's great. Well, Lisa, I really appreciate you coming on today. Yeah. Uh, why don't you share with everyone how, if they're interested in your services, maybe they have a question, how mm-hmm. can they reach you? Um, Well, of course, the timing of this is right in the middle of a new website build, (laughs) but um, my website is downsizingindy.com, so just the word downsizing and then indy, dot com, Um, and then um, my my telephone number is 317-246-9966. And are you on Facebook or anything like that? Yeah, we're on Facebook. Um, so there's a real estate side and a, and a downsizing side. You can look up Downsizing Indie or um, um, Lisa Treadwell uh, and probably find us both on, the, on on Instagram and Facebook. Believe it or not, <laughs> fa- um, people, seniors are on Instagram. Yes, <laughs> yes, because it's just photos, none yeah. of the rest of the stuff. Right, none of the other stuff in between. Yeah, we did a we did a couple of bus tours this last year, and um, one of the attendees found us on Instagram. That's so that great. Was, she was like 80. That's awesome. Like, you're amazing. So <laughs> that's anyway, great. yeah. Well, that's wonderful. And I appreciate all of you listening. If you'd like to grab this podcast, you can hear it on Apple, Spotify, and all those other podcast platforms. And I hope you guys all have a great week.